Welcome back to another episode of Lineup. It's been nearly a month, and today we've got some great action ahead. Uh, we're going to be talking about the NBA standings as of right now, what teams will probably be making the playoffs and why, and what teams will probably fall short, and obviously why as well. We'll be looking at both standings, the East and the West, and uh, plenty of bonus coverage too. We might be taking a look at some teams that are a little more hot than others right now, and, and why they are, and, and, uh, and, and, on, and all that. For now, sit back and enjoy the cover song. So, like I said, welcome back. Um, I've got my good friend Nolan on the podcast today. What up, what up, Lou? Great to have him. We're, we're going to get right started with it. Uh, we're, like I said, we know we're getting down to business with. So let's let's take a look at the East. Let's just see what's been going on. We're going to start with the Sixers. Obviously, two-game win streak. Let's see. They're, they're 20-5 and five at home and 17-12 and 12 on the road. I believe in the East, yeah, 20-5 and five at home is the, the best home record. Um, just, just barely, but, uh, but they've been doing the best, uh, at home, at home, obviously, but also conference wise at 24 and seven, I'm trying to think, I think it's really Joel and B that's the only player. Obviously they have the addition of Danny green. They've brought in some shooters. Um, the, 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 clearly the system that they have is, is, is good with the regular season. However, we've seen them fall short with the playoffs last year. They lost to the Celtics in the first round. The year sure. before that, well, Kawhi took him home. It's it's one of those things. It seems like the Sixers are have always followed that motto of trust the process. But when the playoffs come around, they almost slip right. every time. Well, you know, when, when you get to the playoffs, the ball kind of slows down a little bit. It turns into a little more half-court basketball, you know, and uh, people get exposed, right? Players like Ben Simmons gets exposed for not having a jumper and not being able to hit a consistent jump shot. Uh, but Joel Embiid is having a monster year, probably in top three MVP pick for the year. He's, Facts. I wouldn't he's, be surprised if they give it to him. He's balling. I mean, he he's officially balling. You know, I mean, he does it all. Guy, guy can shoot. He can shoot three. He's got post moves. I mean, he he really he's got it all. It's just more about does he have that upstairs? You know, does he have that killer instinct to really dominate? Because he has that in him. He has the capabilities to dominate a game. Yeah. You know, dominate and carry a series and, you know, dominate a series. He has that capability. Yeah, most definitely. So well, I think it has to be him yeah. that, it, you know, it's, yeah, Ben Simmons, great, Tobias Harris, great, Danny Green, great addition. Uh, but it has to be Joel Embiid that is the catalyst of why they go over the top. You know, he's got to assert himself and He's got to step up. Yeah. I think, I mean, it's one of those things with Ben Simmons, you look at him, his build is good. His athleticism is good. His agility, even his moves in the post, being able to create pressure, backing people mm-hmm. down because of his size. He's got that bronze size. Right. I'm not. I'm, I can't compare him to Braun, but the size is right. there. No, he's, yeah. So you know, on the on the court, he's a creature, but with that shot, he's not a monster, and that's right. what he needs to become. And if he can craft that and right. develop with that game, who knows where he'll be? But he's still working on it, and I know he is, and I want to see it come. Yeah, he. You know, he's got the confidence in practice for sure, but. Now he's he's got to bring that jump shot into the game and yeah he's not he's not there yet for sure no doubt 
with the Sixers, that being said, I do see them obviously making the playoffs. They're solidified one seed, hopefully, but they're still battling with the Nets. And that's where we're going to move on to next. So this is a team that's also 37 and 17, doing great. Uh, they've won one now. That, that's, their, that's their win streak. Um, and the last 10 games are 7-3, and three, so something's going on. But let's, let's touch up on that. So let's maybe see why things are going right. Now, let's, let's, take a look, let's take a look at their traditional starting lineup or what they could be doing right now. It's Kyrie Irving, James Harden, Kevin Durant, LaMarcus Aldridge, and Blake Griffin. Switch right. those two because LaMarcus plays uh, uh, center. Right yeah, that's a pretty devastating lineup. Right? That's, I mean, and then you get Joe Harris off the bench. Uh, you get... You want to bring DeAndre Jordan in, Nicholas Claxton. I like his size, what he's been able to do. Uh, this is a team that is deep. This is yeah. a team that, that is clearly prepared. They want to take down LeBron James. Yeah. I, I mean, mean it, look, look if when – I mean, you're talking about Spencer Dinwiddie. Once he's – I don't know what, what his status is on, on coming back. I don't know if he will. He is a baller. He is a baller. Spencer Dinwiddie is a baller. He is very much a baller. And Jeff Green's getting up there. He's he's a little old, but he can still right. ball. And he's a veteran too. So you get him out on the court. I don't like I said. I don't know how much PT he'll get, but right. still, he's primarily you know, I guess I'd say he's a shooter and shooter shoot. So that's yeah. his role. He can play defense, and believe me, he can get up there. Don't don't let his don't let his age fool you. Right. He's like that Richard Jefferson kind of thing. He'll be getting up for the decades. You feel me? Right and. The one player that you mentioned that I think is huge, huge for them is Joe Harris. Yeah. He's that knockdown shooter that you, when he's on the court, you you have to guard him. You can't, you know, the, the players can't sag off him. He he's, has to be respected at all times. And all that does is just open the court up for the other players. It opens the court up for James. It opens the court up for Kyrie. You know, it opens the, the court up for KD. I mean, when you have him on the court, like, it's – it creates problems, you know? Yeah, it facts. Problems. And um, they really, I mean, they brought Tyler Johnson in, and I'd like to see a little bit more production from TLC, otherwise known as Timothy Luau Cabrara. Yeah. And this is a guy, obviously, you know, he played in France. He actually has a bag. And I think that it's, it's a foreign bag, obviously. So now he's got to get it checked in, right? Metaphorically, he's got to get that locked in in the United States a little bit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's got to see what he can do. Uh, I want to say Bruce Bra- Bruce Brown. He's a good good young player. True, for sure. Bruce. Yeah, Bruce Brown Jr. He was with the Wizards, I think, for a little bit. Uh, there was a video actually. He 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 uh, got like twenty eight or thirty. It was his career high, and he was like, "I got that many points." He like pointed <laughs> at the jumbotron. Honestly, I got a I got some love for this Nets squad. Do I want to see him make it super far to the finals? I don't know. Obviously, as a Laker fan, I'm trying to see us dub out again. Two yeah. P, baby, make it three soon. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I, I do have some love for this Nets team, even though the right. goal behind why this team is such a thing is, is a little dirty. For, oh, for sure. I mean, but, you know, I want, like, it's just as an NBA fan, I'm a Laker fan as well, but as an, it's just a basketball fan, I want to see a healthy Nets go against a healthy Lakers. Like, that's, everybody that's wants what everybody that. wants to that's, see. Yeah, that's showtime right there. The, I want to see the Lakers and Clippers play in the Western Conference Finals. And I want to see the Lakers go against, end up going against Brooklyn, and that'll be a, that'll be quite the showdown. That's, I mean, that's the people's favorite right there. That's, right. I think that's what most people want to see. And like you said, it's very much possible. Honestly, though, I had that thought where like I wanted to see the Lakers Clippers last year in the Eastern Conference Finals or the Western. sorry Western Conference Finals. We weren't able to see that. Obviously, and we know why. Um, Paul George decided to. Uh, 
turned yeah. to pandemic P. <laughs> yeah, he, that, he just couldn't do it. Self self proclaimed playoff P was was not in existence last year. Not at all. But not you know, all. you know the what playoff version was alive last year? Playoff Rondo was in full effect for the Lakers. Playoff and all Rondo that. was in full effect for the Lakers, or for the, yeah, for the Lakers yeah, last now year. Now he's now he's with the Clippers, which is uh, like I, I'm not really liking that because he's a big he's, he's a good player. You know, he's a big time player in the playoffs. Yeah. He knows how to command the court, and he's you know he's like a co- a coach on the court. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. Uh, so let's let's see. So we got those teams, and then we're gonna move on to the Bucks. I'm surprised. I mean, at 33 and 20, you know they've had ups and downs. Four and six in the last 10 games. What's going on uh, is the real question. But look, let's take a look at that lineup. They signed Drew Holiday. They gave him a big bag, and he's been producing. He's one of those players that can roll on the block, and if somebody wants to get the ball, he'll pass it out. But he can also do what he needs to do, which is shoot. Oh yeah. And he's a controllable player, where like, or a coachable player, I should say as well, where like, he he knows how good he is. But he lets other people influence him in good ways because you can't like, you can be good, but you can also get better. For sure. And the sky's the limit. These guys know that. So I like Drew Holiday. Um, I like the Nasus Antetokounmpo. He's right. starting to get a little better too. He's yeah. start, obviously nowhere near as good as his brother. It's no his offense brother. to that man. But, but they got you know who's who I like on the Bucks. That was just a good pickup. Is Jeff Teague. No, you know, yeah, no doubt. Jeff, Jeff Teague, you know, like... P.J. Tucker, too. That's yeah. a good pickup for sure. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I like Brooke Lopez. He's expanded the, his his range. Yeah. I mean, he's he's putting up shots from, like, not logo, but deep threes and swishing on that. Yeah, he's he's uh, got, you know, a, a rare talent, you know, to be able to to be as big as he is. You know, he's, he still gets boards and he can hit the... He's I wouldn't say he's a knockdown shot, but he's a, a pretty solid... Shooter, for sure. Yeah. Obviously, Chris Middleton is doing his thing. Middleton, uh, I like Pat Connaughton. I like him, too. Yeah. He, he can get you buckets. Dante Vincenzo, uh, or D. Vincenzo, I should say. These are all, yeah. They're, they're lined up in full. Hey, I'm going I'm to I'm make a bold prediction. This year will definitely not be the year for the Bucks. I think they're going to struggle again. Yeah. And to be honest, hopefully they don't give them MVP because that's that'd be slightly retarded. You know what I'm saying? Like... <laughs> Well, That's more of a joke. Obviously, he definitely he won't win MVP, and and for a good reason. You give the guy an MVP twice, twice in a row, and this is a completely other debate. But last year, I would have given it to Bron. Oh, I, LeBron earned it last year. Yeah, or even AD. <laughs> one yeah, of the two. Well, no, I would have I, given him to one of the two. I, I, LeBron definitely definitely earned it because I mean you see, you just take him out of the, LeBron out of the equation, and you see how much they struggle, or you see how much they, you know, how stagnant they are, and how. Um, they're incapable of creating, you know, easy offense. True. Uh, so when you take a player like that out, it, it it makes a drastic difference, you know. Yeah, totally agree. So let's let's drop down to the fourth seed in the East right now, which is the Hawks at thirty and twenty-five. They're seven and three, and they've won three in a row, or winners of three in a row, I should say. Uh, and Trey Young is definitely the man, man behind the chaos. He's been getting it done. I mean. And like we talked about this earlier today, this is a guy that can snipe from way deep, but he's oh, yeah. also got that killer floater. Yeah. And honestly, everybody seems to like hate these kind of guys, but he'll draw the foul way too easily, and it's like the rest buy it. It's like that kind of bait, and he's barely doing anything. And right. honestly, that's the way the game has changed in, in these past years. We see that like 
you know, soft, touchy calls where like, you know, guys are going to free throw line off nothing, no contact whatsoever, pretty much. Right. It's just become normal. It's very, very uh, touchy, you know, touchy fouls. Yeah. Uh, but Trey Young is a is an official official hooper. He's an official hooper. Yeah, for real. For range, real. unlimited range. He's got the handles. He can take it to the rack. He's got the floater. You know, I just personally I think he needs to bulk up a little bit, a little a little more effort on the defensive end, more of like a in like a team leader type role. But he's he's a great young player. You know, uh, somebody else I love on the Hawks is Bogdanovich, dude. I love him. He's he is another official hooper. Very official. Bogdan. Uh, he's injured right now, no? I th- no, he's, he's playing. Is he? He's playing, okay, yeah. he was injured for a little bit. Good yeah. to see him back. back. Clint Capella is obviously a reason for that success. This is a guy that works very well with Trey Young, which is that operation of like mm-hmm. setting the screen and believe me, I'll get that thing to you. Right. And, and same thing with John Collins. Danilo Gallinari is... I mean... He's getting old. He's getting old, but well, he's a shooter. He's... To know the thing about him, man, I mean, he's... Dude's like Mr. Glass, dude. He's he's got something wrong with him. He's injured all the time. Yeah, <laughs> he's injured all the time. Uh, you know, like player on the on the Hawks that I just I didn't realize why he was in the NBA, and then you know I actually saw him play and I realized he's a good player. But Kevin Herter, <laughs> yeah. I, like, I I just. I was like, why is he in the league? And then I actually watched him. I'm like, oh, okay, he can play basketball. <laughs> I used to call him Kevin Huerter. That's just mostly his jokes. But, yeah, yeah. He's, he's a baller for sure. DeAndre Hunter uh, and Yake Agunku. Uh, I'm sure I said that name wrong. <laughs> and Yake, don't get too mad at me. But, uh, and they got, um, and they got the six Will. man. Yeah, they got Lou a six Will. man like Lou, Will. like Lou Will. Yeah. So they, they have a complete team. I mean, I'm not going to sleep on Cam Reddish, Chris Dunn. These are guys that – and Tony Snell. Yeah. These are guys that need to find their way very soon. Otherwise, I don't know. This is a team I have making the playoffs easily. Yeah. Um, I don't see how they couldn't. Um, so I don't want to jinx anything, but I think they will. Yeah, for sure. I don't. I mean, I don't think they'll make too much noise in the in the playoffs. But um, agreed. Especially if they're going to end up in that four spot playing a uh, playing the fifth seed, which will be you know Miami or Boston. Yeah. Um. Very true. Let's see. Uh, looking at all right. So the Heat. This is a crazy team. I, I dig the Heat right now. Jimmy Butler, Victor Oladipo. Those two, the backcourt on defense right now, right there, you're getting multiple steals a game. It, 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 it's working, clearly. Tyler Hero, cut the edge, get him the ball, he'll shoot, he'll probably make it, but he'll, he can also clear up space too. Yeah, no, they, they, got, they have players. They yeah, have. Bam Adebayo, Kendrick Nunn, Dunkey Robbie, yeah. Goran Dragic, even, even Precious uh, Achiuwa. You know, Andre Iguodala, uh, Trevor Ariza. These are guys that are that are getting plenty of playtime. This is a complete team. Honestly, yeah. who knows? They slid in at the five seed last year, and where did they go? They went to the yeah. finals. They it's got, one of those things, Kendrick, man. Kendrick Nunn. He's exactly. A, they have they have players. You know, you stay healthy, figure it out. You want to trend in the right direction, you know, and you want to peak at the right time. You don't want to peak too early in the season. You want to be peaking going into the playoffs. And Very true. You know, when you have a player like Jimmy Butler on your team, like he'll rally the troops and he'll get them, he'll get the ship steered in the right direction for sure. Yeah, very uh, much I, agree. I have no, no doubts about that. Goran Dragic, he's just, I mean, the guy is, is he's another official hooper. Just love his game. Yeah. He's always been able to be efficient and effective on the court. Yeah, no doubt. I totally agree. 
Um, yeah, this is a team I see making it. No, we're not where I want to see them make uh, in the playoffs, but I can see them going as far as they want it. And if they kind of do what they did last year, which is well, they can't really come out of nowhere because they went to the finals last right. year. <laughs> this is a team I'm looking at though this year. Uh, I'd love to see how far they can go because who knows. Uh, let's drop down to the, the Hornets. This is a team with a lot of hype right now. And not only because the announcer uh, for the Hornets screaming you like like things like, Miles Bridges, oh man, like everybody loves that. But let's look at this team. LaMelo Ball, who has been playing insane. Rookie of the year without a doubt. I'm yeah. giving it to him. Uh, Gordon Hayward, it's great to see his comeback season this year. He really has come back. Yeah, and he- I love that. I like seeing him when he, you know, he left Boston. I was like, eh, you know, I wasn't too sure about it. But he obviously had full confidence in himself, and he knew that he wanted the larger role on a team. And he's, I mean, he's playing great. He's stepped you know? up. He's, he's stepping up and showing that up. he's like, you know, he's fully healed and fully over that injury. And he's, you know, he, he's playing good work. basketball. He's playing yeah. good basketball. 100%. And I think the, the, one of the coolest things about the, the Gordon Hayward situation is he – it's like he stepped up. They he wanted the money. They delivered it. Yeah. And he, like I said, he stepped up and he's sure. been there. And he's been doing what he's got to do. Terry Rozier, the same thing. Scary Terry. Scary Terry. We know how good he is on a on a on a base night. And and don't ever forget KD. This is this is a guy that must be having some tough time sleeping. Terry Rozier banged out on <laughs> KD. Everybody like, like he he went up there. Yeah, it happened. Believe me. Miles Bridges has been. I mean, he's had plenty. Miles of dunks. Bridges just had the what dunk of the year? Maybe, couple, maybe couple dunk of the year. It's between, and now it's between him and Anthony Edwards. Yeah, both of those dunks were insane. insane. Two of the craziest dunks we've seen in a while. Yeah, that. But that. Oh man, that Anthony Edwards dunk was. That was, that was insane. That's what I'm saying. It's close. It's a I tough mean, one. Yeah, they were both very vicious. I know. Like if if I was either Anthony Edwards or Miles Bridges. I would want the Anthony Edwards dunk because that one was just so gnarly, just yeah. nasty. Facts. Got the body, you know, and just shitted on the guy. Yeah, seriously. Uh, let's see. They got Devontae Graham, Malik Monk, P.J. Washington, Caleb. Well, both the Martin brothers, Cody Zeller. Um, yeah, I mean, this is Vernon Carey Jr. We haven't talked too much about him. Brad Wan- Brad Wannaberger. <laughs> this is a complete you know, team. I like this team. Um, What's up with uh, with Lamelo? Is he coming back for the playoffs? I think he will. Yeah, I do think he will. To be honest, I think he'll be out. If he's out more than you know a month or two, then that'll be tough. But I don't see him being out for that long. I think that he'll be able to come back and hopefully play just as he was. Pick it up right where he left off, which is just going crazy. Yeah, doing whatever he wants to do. He's um, um he's playing with a lot of confidence. You know. Yeah, he has. He's been playing like he's, and that's the thing. When you look at Lamelo Ball, and the history of, of where he's gone and what he's done throughout high school, his time in Australia, or was it Austria? No, he was in Australia, Australia. right? Yeah. Uh, with with whatever team he played for, and obviously the draft, his first game in the NBA compared to what he did. Every every uh, you know, I guess NBA you know, rook goes through a tough first game. That was his welcome to the NBA moment. You know what I mean? Not the best game. But so far, he has came up. I mean, there was that one game where he literally hit the three, turned around like Steph, 
He's yeah, got he's, that type of energy. And he's a first year. Yeah. He's first year in the NBA. He's, he's just going to get better. He's only going to get more solid. This is a guy. Keep your eye out for him. He's got, you know, his confidence level is through the roof. And he's proven that the moment's not too big for him. Like, he, the stage is not too big for him. Like, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't get nervous. And, you know, he's rising to the occasion rather than, you know, being too scared for the moment. It's not too big for him at all. And, you know, nothing but good things to say about LaMelo. Facts. Sure. I got the same thing. I see them making the playoffs as well. It's when we get right down here. Oh, man. Between the Celtics, the Knicks, the Pacers, the Bulls, uh, the Raps, honestly, and maybe the Wizards if they start turning things on. Yeah, which it looks like they, they might be a little too – I mean, there's possibilities for sure. Yeah, I don't know. I, I actually like the Knicks a lot. I, I do like the Knicks. You know why I like the Knicks? Because I like the Knicks too. Because I'm a Laker fan, and who's playing great for the Knicks – now, Julius Randle. J. Rand, baby. Came, came from the Lakers, and he is – I always knew he was a great player, and he's really blossomed and shown what he can do when he's, you know, a focal point of the offense. Julius Randle is, you know, nothing short of a, of a great player, all-star player. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I really like Emmanuel quickly, too. He's been coming up. Obviously, he's streaky. Um, I hate to say this, man. I – I really do hate to say this, but I think Obi Toppin will be a bust. Oh, I, yeah. I knew he'd be a bust. But but that's me. I, I want to see what he does with that. I mean, I, obviously, you won't hear this. Maybe he will. <laughs> Who knows? Somebody Maybe send this will. to Obi, bro. But, but please do. Yeah, seriously. But I don't think he's going to have a lot of success in the league. Obviously, anyone can have a mid-range. But it seems like he's crafty, but I don't see a game for him. I see a lot of athleticism and I don't know. I, I want to – I mean, obviously, I just – it seems like he hasn't been doing that much this year. Yeah, he's, he hasn't been talked about very much at all. At all. That's what I'm saying. So, we'll see. I don't know. Like, I'm not trying to shit on him, but when you got R.J. Barrett, which is, you know, great second-year player, D. Rose, that's my guy right there. That's everyone's D. Rose. guy. He's been balling. Uh, Mitch Robinson, Alfred Payton, uh, Alec Burks, Nerlens Noel, Reggie, Reggie Bullock. Bullock. This is, yeah, this is a pretty – it's a mediocre, but it's 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 right, so, right at the bottom of the so the barrel with the playoffs. If you're teams. if you're Obi Toppin, the there is room for you to kind of shine. You know, there's room for you to shine. So the fact that he's not shining is is saying something, right? Yeah, that's true. It's very true. I mean, I don't know. I think it's very possible the Pacers could play in, which I'm surprised they're not. Real quick, let's actually take a look at their team. So when you have Demontis Sabonis, Karis Levert. Malcolm Brogdon, Miles Turner, T.J. Warren, T.J. McC- T.J. Warren. Let's, uh, yeah. I mean, I think last year in the bubble he came on, but he was nothing crazy. Now, no, yeah. it, that's just a thing. T.J. McConnell uh, has been has been one of those leaders, especially on the defensive and assisting role. Yeah. Was he leading the league in steals? Exactly, yeah. exactly. Aaron and Justin Holiday, Cassius Stanley. Don't forget about that guy. Uh, Gogo Bedatze. I think he went last in the first round. They still have Jeremy Lamb. Uh, this is a this is a team that I think will beat out the Knicks for the AFC. Yeah. I'm being completely honest, they're five and five in the last ten. They've lost one. Uh, I mean, they're just they're no, not they got, standing they got, out. They definitely uh, they got some good some good guard play in Levert and um, and Brogdon for sure. So here's the issue. Here's the issue. They can't get it done at home. Sixteen and twelve on the road versus nine and sixteen at home. Wow. That's an issue. That needs to change. 
I mean, you can see even in their conference, 14 and 17, that's normal numbers. But this is Nine weird because you look at all the other yeah. teams. That's not normal. That's that's different. That's different. That's the only team, for the most part. Yeah, we're stat. Yeah, I right? mean, wow. And then they just can't get it done at home. So that's that's interesting to see. I guess they are maybe clutch on the road. But regardless, I think they'll beat uh, beat the Knicks out. Now, looking at the Bulls, real quick. Let's let's look at the Bulls real quick. You got Zach Levine. They picked up Nicola, uh, Patrick Williams, the young power forward. You still have Laurie Markkinen, big shotgun. Uh, Kobe White. Uh, they picked up Daniel Dice. Daddy is young. Troy Brown. Denzel Valentine, who I don't really like all that much. <laughs> they still have Tomas Sadaransky, uh, Sadaransky, however the hell you say his name. Uh, yeah, and I guess that's about it. Um, Garrett Temple. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I see... If they want to do things, if Zach wants to take that next step, he'll bring that team and he'll make the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? He'll yep. put the team on his yeah. back. I, I agree. But That's what he'll need to do, though. You know, I like Nicola. Uh, he, he's got a good game. You know, but it's like, well, can you can these players like, okay, Nicola was in Orlando. He never, you know, never saw that playoff success. Are these players that can – that haven't seen playoff success are these players that can you know rally together and get it done you know Zach Levine's a great great young talent but you know is is he just a great talent or can he lead a team and get them you know get them to rally around him and make it to the playoffs you know I mean true that's what matters that's what everyone wants to see right because it's one of those things where like can he yeah. step up like, I don't know any, we you know see. a lot of players can can get stats for sure a lot of players can get stats but can you get stats and you know, in meaningful ways and that are going to affect the game and, and are going to win the game. You know, it's yet to be, yet to be proven. Yeah. Be proven with those guys. Very true. Uh, let's look in the West. So we've seen the East. Um, obviously, I'm, I'm just going to skip the Raptors, Wizards, Cavaliers, uh, Magic, and Pistons because this year that'd be a waste of breath. Uh, I don't sure. see those teams making any jumps. The Raptors are just not healthy. The Wizards, I really thought that bringing in Russ would, would do something, but they can't guard a parked car. Yeah. That's the issue. <laughs> so if they want to start, maybe they bring in some guy, probably not like this, but Avery Bradley. Even just anyone who can play defense, like a 3 and D guy, right. if that's who they need, then maybe that's who they bring in. But uh, that's, that's what I would do if I were them. You know what I mean? Where is, where is A.V. right now? Where is Avery Bradley? He, I want to say he's with, I think he's retired, bro. Well, I know he didn't play last season because for he opted out for COVID. But yeah. Is he playing for anybody right now? I don't even know. I, haven't, huh. I actually uh, don't I'm, know I'm where he's I'm not sure either. Is. Yeah. He might be done. I don't know. Regardless, let's let's take a look at the, at the West. So we're looking at a Jazz team. This is a team that is literally running the league at 40 and 14. I mean, they're, they're just getting it done. 24, they've lost three games at home. 24 and 3 mm. on the road. 16 and 11. They are handling 7 and 3 in the last 10. And they've only lost, they've only, they're on a one game lose streak, but still 7 and 3. Yeah. And they got the one seed. They're so getting they're, they're things gonna, done, and we they're going to be playing at home. Oh, yeah. Playoffs, 100%. So. They're going to be playing at home the whole way through, most likely. I don't want to jinx anything, but I would love to see them have that home court advantage. Let's look at this team. They got Donnie. 
Jordan Clarkson arguably already sealed the deal for six man of the yeah. year. We'll see though. We'll see. And what do you know? Another another Laker player, Jordan Clarkson, played for the Lakers for a while. They, he was drafted from the Lakers, second round pick, I believe. Lakers, you know, I'm a Laker fan, dude. You know that, but they've shown the ability to to develop players for sure, especially in that like five or six year slump where yep. nothing was going on. Uh, Look at the players that have come from the Lakers recently. Uh, Brandon Ingram, Julius Randle, um, Jordan Clarkson, another great player. Kuzma's doing his thing. Um, let's see who – Alonzo, you know, I mean – B.I. Yeah. Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram, I mean, yeah. like, we already said J.C., uh, J. Ran, D.Lo. These are all guys that are doing really yeah. well. D'Angelo Russell, yeah. It's yeah. awesome to see. They, they're all, like, finding their place in the league. Obviously yeah. all over, you know what I mean? For sure. So yeah. it's really cool to see. And, you know, you have uh, – speaking about the Jazz, Rudy Gobert, Bo uh, – Bogdanovich. Yeah. He's a, he's a baller, too. Bogdanovich. He's a He is. He's had a, an okay year this year, but it's okay. Mike Conley, Joe Ingles. Uh, Royce O'Neal, that's my guy right there. Derek Favors is still kind of getting things done. They picked up Ursan Ilyasova, but he's not getting a ton of PT, which is fine. No. I mean, this is a deep team. They're they're deep. Yeah, they they got they can get it done. And, and Donovan Mitchell is you know he's just an amazing player. Yeah, no, no doubt. And that guy just keeps coming. It's like the freaking Energizer Bunny, dude. He just keeps coming and coming and coming, dude. He's he's official. I love me some Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Now, I want to take a moment looking at the Suns. This is the hottest team in the league with 9-1 in the last 10. They, they've taken care of business at home with, 21, uh, with a record of 21-8 and, and on the road uh, as well with 17-7. And, and they're on a two-game win streak. I mean, l- l- let's, let's look at this team. So, obviously, they brought in CP. Yeah. It seems like whatever team CP has been on, you can hate on the guy, yeah. but he's gotten them to the playoffs. Yeah. And he's done it in a fashion where they're like top of the seat, top or top of the the standings. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's it's one of those things with the Thunder. I don't remember what what seed they were. I want to say they were maybe like six or five. Yeah, they gave like the that. Rockets some trouble. They forced them to seven games. It, you know what I mean? Like when when he was with them, obviously, like it's he's, one of those things. Chris Paul is a leader. He's just he's a leader. Yeah, hundred you know? percent. He, he's, he can lead. Well, he's a leader, like a team leader, but yeah. he's a leader for he's, sure. And he can lead a group of men. You know, he can be around a group of men and they can, they'll follow what he has to say. You know? They can so lean on him for support. He has presence. Exactly. You know? He has that presence. Exactly. And I think he's done a great job with that. And, he knows that. Uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say he knows that Devin Booker is trying to facilitate and, and lock in as one of the greats right now within the NBA. Right. And he's feeding him and almost just like kind of there for support getting him right. better getting deandre ayton better mccall bridges jay crowder jalen smith this is a, a, the whole team is slowly getting better right. whether yeah. it's on the defensive side of the ball it, they're hustling more this is this is a solid right. team i like the Suns. i i think um chris paul being there is really actually kind of taking a big burden off of devin booker you know chris paul can lead the team and devin booker can kind of do what he does best which is you know, score the ball and, you know, draw double teams, draw and kick. You know, De- Devin Booker's a special, special talent, but he needed somebody else, you know, and Chris Paul is showing to be that guy where 
he can be his backcourt teammate and he can get people in the right spots and he can get the offense going in the direction it needs to go. You know, he's, it, it seems to be working really well for them. Great coach there too. Great, great coach. You know, I love, I love what they got going on over there. <laughs> yeah, seriously, I agree. And when we look at the clips, 38 and 18, uh, oof, I mean, eight and two, win, winning streak of six. Uh, 22 and 8 at home, 16 and 10 away. We've seen this team. I mean, nothing has really changed uh, with uh, with the Clippers. I mean, we'll, real quick, we'll, we'll go ahead and look at the team. So, Kawhi, PG, the addition of Rajon Rondo. Sergi Baca is the new addition. Luke Kennard yeah. from the Pistons. Luke Kennard, I like him, dude. I, I, I like, like him, Kennard. too. I, I like him, too, honestly. He is a good player. I will say it seems like this Clippers team changes it up every single year. They yeah. these are the these are the players that they brought in of recently. You sign Boogie, you sign Rajon during that little trade deadline. Mm-hmm. You bring in Sergi Baca, Luke Kennard, Nicholas Batum. Yeah, Batum. You know he was the guy was a really a good good basketball player in Portland. You know up until he got injured, but yeah, he's he's, he's another really good talent. Um, somebody else that they have. Terrence Mann. I was about to say yeah, that. Terrence Mann, he's – dude, that guy is – He's he, a baller. He is, he's a baller, man. He's out there getting it done. You know, plays hard. Plays hard. You know, but, again, the, the regular season doesn't matter for the Clippers. It's, it's, all about, it's all about the playoffs for them. You know, Reggie Jackson, another, another solid, solid, uh, solid player. Yeah. Always I, liked him. I Always liked his say- game. I was trying to remember what what uh, college uh, Terrence Mann went to, but it, he played for Florida State. He was a baller out there, obviously. The Clippers have always tried to dethrone the Lakers. Yeah. And honestly, during that slump, they were still really good. They were always making the playoffs yep. continuously every single year. But did they ever get anything done? And listen, never. I'm sorry if there's any Clippers fans out there. You tell me. Did you guys ever get anything done? Because I don't think so. Yeah, they they definitely have you know, definitely fallen short throughout the years. You know, even back when it was um, Lob City. You know, Lob City. They they had their moments and they they came up short in the playoffs. And you know, Kawhi's proven that he's a he. You know, he gets it done. But I really think that the there is a big big microscope on Paul George. He's got to show up and deliver in the playoffs in those big moments. It's, you know, it, it's just time for, play, for for Paul George. It's just time for him to, to kind of make that, to get that monkey off his back, right? It's just time. I, I don't see him perform that well in the playoffs. I mean, you know. Yeah. At least I not totally recently, agree. you know. I mean, it'll be it'll be interesting to see where they end up. Obviously, within the playoffs. Uh, I mean, let's let's look at the Nuggets. Thirty-four and twenty. Rip Jamal Murray. Um, Just a devastating injury. It is a devastating injury. Terrible. Those non-contact injuries, man. Those those are those are rough. But yeah, I mean, it's and and here's the deal because I think if I'm the Nuggets, probably I mean I'm gonna either start Monte Morris or Facundo Campazzo. I like Facundo though, so I might start him. Obviously, you're still playing. Michael Porter Jr. is going to get more time. Uh, I would play Aaron Gordon too. Obviously, Will Barton maybe gets more play time. Yeah, Will Barton's a player that's definitely going to have to step. Yeah, up. everyone's going to. Jamichael Green, uh, Javale McGee might be yeah, getting more play time. These are all guys that are going to be getting more play time. Uh, hey, when we talk about the Nuggets, don't don't forget to leave out my my man uh, 
My man, Bull Bull. Bull. Oh, yeah, Bull Bull. Hopefully, Bull Bull does get some more play time. I mean, yeah. obviously, hey, that wingspan is incredible. But, and that height is incredible, but his skill is incredible, too. Don't yeah. sleep on that guy yeah. at all. You know who's a, who's a good pickup for, for Denver? Um, JaVale McGee. Yeah. I think he's a, he's a, he was big for the Lakers last year. He's, you know, he just does his job. Rebounds, runs the court, and plays defense. Block shots, you know, he just – you don't need to draw up any plays for him. You know, he just plays hard. Yeah. He's a good pickup for them. For yeah, sure. no doubt. I totally agree. Uh, let's see. I mean, well, let's move on to our guys. This might be the longest amount of time we, we spend uh, focusing on a team. Let's look at the Lakers, baby. I mean – Braun AD injured. Andre Drummond's back from that slight toe injury. And obviously he stepped up. I mean, I like the way we're playing right now. I mean, we coming off a of win to the Hornets and we beat yeah, the Nets. And I mean, this you, is, we're, this, we're doing these things. You know, having LeBron and AD out, yeah, it's unfortunate at first. But it couldn't turn into a good thing because it's forcing all these other players that aren't, aren't used to maybe getting as many shots or, you know, having a lot of attention from the defense on them. It's forcing them to step their games up, you know. It's putting Kuzma in in more situations to, to score the ball. It's getting them more comfortable. It's just getting these players, you know, it's putting more of the onus on them rather than them relying on LeBron and AD to do everything for them. It's forcing them to step up and be like, oh, well, I don't have LeBron to spoon feed me wide open jumpers. I don't have AD to draw double teams and kick me open wide open jump shots. You know, they have to, you know, they have to work. They have to work, which always is a good thing. There's nothing wrong with that. So I think LeBron and AD being out is, you know, I hope they come back and they're healthy, but it's, it's a good thing for the team. It's not a bad thing at all. It really isn't. It's forcing players like Schroeder to, you know, be more aggressive and step up, you know? Yeah. No, exactly. Players like uh, Talon, stepping up. Talon Horton Tucker, you know, he's come becoming more and Talon. more comfort. You know, Talon Horton Tucker, he's a <laughs> good baller. Sorry, baller. Yeah. I, I love THT. Yeah, I, I love him too. I mean, THT can be TNT when, when, yeah. the, when the lights come on. We, we've seen him show up. I mean, he's all over the place in a good way. He's doing what he's got to do. And like you said, you pointed out just in general, he likes to take it to the cup. And yep. he'll get there if he wants to. Yeah. He's a big body. He'll do what he got to do. He, he definitely can get to the rack. And when you have the ability to get to the rack, you know, then you start creating easy easy shots for other players. You yeah. Know, you, you get to the lane, you get to the rack, now you can drop, kick, drop it down to the big man for an easy dunk. Yeah. Or drop it down to the, you know, the guy in the corner for a wide open three. You know, it's uh, just nothing but good things come from attacking the basket. When you yeah. attack the basket, good things happen. Three guys for me that I want to see really step up. Uh, within the next little bit of time, um, this is my list. I want to see Marcus All start doing something. And if he doesn't start doing something, either put him on the bench or send him down to the fucking G League. Yeah. One of the damn two. I'm sick of this shit. Yeah, Gasol is um, definitely um, just not playing nearly as well as I thought he would. And to be honest, even when the Lakers signed him in the offseason, I still was like, eh, I don't know. Because the. What the big man brought did so well for the Lakers last year, Dwight Howard and, and JaVale McGee, was play defense and rebound and um, contest shots. Well, and Maybe he's not even not even blocking shots, just contesting shots. And now, and Gasol is not that player. He's he's not he's, mobile his, anymore. His feet are nailed to the floor. You know? Yeah, literally. <laughs> you know, he doesn't he's, have that. He doesn't have that lift. You he's know? not moving the same way he used to at right. all. So that's why the Lakers picking up Andre Drummond was huge, huge. 
huge off-season off pickup. And, you know, that's just the Lakers thing. That's what they do. They make those, I'm sorry, not off-season, mid-season pickup. You know, I just, I just think back to when um, when they picked up Mark or Pau Gasol, Mark's brother, when they picked up Pau. That was a mid-season trade, right? And they, and they picked him up, and then the Lakers took off from there. That was Kobe and Gasol in 08, went to the finals. And, you know, that team really took off. Yeah. Um, so that's why I, I hope. I would like to see the same type of impact that, you know, for Andre Drummond. He's, he's going to be averaging, you know, 15 boards a game, getting, those, getting those, those paint points, catching those oops from, from LeBron. You know, he's, nothing but good things are going to happen with him. Yeah, very much agreed. And other two players I want to see step up are Markeith Morris and Wesley Matthews. And I yeah. think that's very doable. Wesley Mar- Matthews wasn't paid an insane amount of money. But he's getting enough to make three-pointers. Right. That's what he's good at. Right. And I know he's a good defender. We've seen that. He's yeah. locked some players up this year. Now, that being said, he doesn't get a, a ton of PT. Markeith Morris has struggled uh, in the past, but he's a good player. Yeah, Everyone knows that. And, but he's, he, okay, he's a player that really um, is being able to take advantage of LeBron and AD being out. Yeah. Right? AD's, AD's out now. That leaves a spot open for somebody like him to step up and – and kind of get his game going, you know, so he's not doesn't, you know, so he doesn't feel cold when the playoffs come, you know, that he's he's been in game moments, so he can, you know, he's prepped and he's ready to go when playoffs come. Facts, you know, that's that's a good thing about having injured when your players get injured. It forces other players to step up. So I uh, I, I, I like I like the fact that uh, Marquise Morris is getting the opportunity to. to to show that he can, he can, he can contribute. You know. Yeah, exactly. I totally agree. Between the Blazers and the Mavericks, those are the next two teams up, both six and four in the last ten games. These are two pretty similar teams. I mean, as far as just where they are, Dame, CJ, Enes Cantor, who's been stepping up, Mello, Yusuf Nurkic. I like Enes Cantor off the bench. Derrick Jones Jr., I mean, I just saw a video of Jimmy, Jimmy Butler saying uh, in, a, in a press conference, like, why are you guys doing so good this year? Because we got rid of Derrick Jones Jr. Oh, wow. <laughs> he literally yeah. said that shit on camera. But that's Jimmy. So, you know, he's <laughs> he's just Jimmy Bucketson. Uh, um, yeah, he's, he's, you know, Robert Covington. We've on the TV right now doing his thing. I mean, look at that. And his canter. That's, that's, that's the hustler. Yeah. Just, oh, good move. Bang, something like that. Oh, right there. Yeah. I mean, even just the compatibility of what he can do, which is get rebounds, box out, all these like pivotal, you know, fundamentals that some centers lack. Right. They kind of get too fancy and they get lost in the sauce. This is a guy that sticks to the basics and he's good at it too. I like the Blazers. I like I like what they're doing. Same with the Mavs, 29-24. This is a team... Obviously, Aluka Doncic, Kristaps Porzingis, those two right there. They're very foreign, actually. Even they got a lot of foreign players. I'm not gonna lie; these Mavs are very. They they always have though, right? Yeah, they, that's they true. Always, that's always been their thing. Yeah, they got Boban, JJ Redick, great shooting guard, a good addition as well. Same with Josh Richardson, Tim Hardaway Jr. The, those are two iffy like additions because they're both like to shoot and they're very streaky. Uh, same with Maxi Kleber. Uh, I like Jalen Brunson a lot, though. To be yeah, honest. He's- He's really, I mean, I didn't think that he was going to be as good as he is coming into the league. Jalen Brunson? Uh, yeah, he surprised me. He, Yeah, he he's, took off. He definitely he's, took he's off. He surprised me. He's, it's because he's short. Yeah. But you know what? 
he likes hearing people calling yeah. because that makes him play better. Clearly, well, he's 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 in the league and he's playing ball and, and he's getting minutes, so he's doing something right. Yeah, uh, Dwight Powell, Dwayne Finney Smith. Uh, I want to see them start playing a little better too because they're still getting action, but they're not really making yeah. any difference in the game. Um, Hardaway, I mean, they want to make any, any imprint in the playoffs. They're going to start ha- having to. You know, really getting players, everyone involved. That whole team needs to get involved. Like right. kind of like the Grizzlies and how they get um, everyone involved. But just, I just gotta, like, I just gotta say, I love Luca's game. He's me too. Me too. He's so nice. You know, his his game is just so nice and so fluid. You know, he, he makes it look effortless. You know, and he's not, and he moves at his own pace. He's not fast. He's not super quick. You know, he moves at his own own pace. He knows he's not faster than than the majority of the players in the league. Very much, but he still he still is able to create space, get his shot off. He's still able to um, you know draw a double team, find open people for for their open shots. He you know he, God God does it all, man. He's he's a great player. Yeah, and his step back three is just insane killer literally <laughs> killer insane. i practice that on the court and i just can't do it because it's, it's so much upper body strength like people don't realize that's a tough step yeah. back that's not easy to tough. make that's not easy to make at all it's tough and he's shooting from deep yeah but, but <laughs> those step back threes are from deep yeah no really truly i don't know i see the mavericks i hopefully they they do some in the playoffs um moving on like so here's the thing between eight through eleven Grizzlies at 27-25, Spurs at 26-26, and 26, Warriors at 26-28, and 28, and the Pelicans at 25-29. And, 29. Yeah. and I, I, real quick, I want to say, let's, re, let's just read over the Pelicans lineup. Clearly, I think it's just, this is a defensive problem. When you have Zion Williamson, Lonzo Ball, B.I., Steven Adams, Eric Bledsoe, just right there, that's a, a shit ton of offense. Yeah. Nikhil Alexander, Kira Lewis Jr., those two need to be implemented a little more because we've seen a lot of light for, like every once in a while. They got they they need to have the chance and that's the thing, I don't want to shit on the Pelicans and the, the New Orleans franchise in general, but they mm. don't do a really good job of, you know, getting players super good and and, and wanting to like, like developing them, but but getting other players to come and, and making it like a, a right. program. You know what I'm saying? When they had Drew and they had, uh, AD for yeah. that you know a couple years that was great. More but than we a didn't see years. a ton of that. Yeah, exactly. More than a couple years, but we just didn't see that. They're like they went to the playoffs. I remember one year. A seed got four and out. Yeah. So or maybe the maybe they won one game, but I don't think they did. I want to say they got four, they got swept by the Warriors. Um, yeah, it was the Warriors. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, but I mean, they got they got, they, they you, know, they, you got but they have a uh, they have a young team where I mean, yeah, they, they have they some do. cornerstone pieces in Zion and Brandon Ingram. Those two players are are. You hold on to those guys. You don't let them, those guys go. Yeah, facts. Between the Grizzlies, Spurs, Warriors, Pelicans, I can't wait to see who makes the playoffs. I mean, we know all these teams. I mean, obviously the Spurs have lost. They lost a little think, bit. I but don't think the Spurs are going to make it. I don't think they will either. I think the, this I really is a year like, that a lot of things could change for the Spurs. A lot of good things, though. I like the I like the Grizzlies. I love uh, John Morant. You guys... I, I actually do want to take a quick look at the, the Grizzlies because I, I watched them them play in person against the Heat. Oh, and these man. are guys that stuck out to me. Dylan Brooks had himself a night. Jean Morant was getting people going. Jonas Valanciunas. I mean, he's a big body. He was all over the boards the entire night. Same with Xavier Tillman. Kyle Anderson was, was in slow-mo but still getting to the rim like he always does. 
<laughs> Justice Winslow was on the sidelines. He was injured. I mean, this is a team that's getting it done with still. Justice Winslow, I believe, is still injured. Yeah. I, I want to say he is. Uh, and then, yeah. oh, man, where's my guy? He's not even on the roster right now. Uh, What's his name? It's the power forward. Oh, I don't even know. I'm forgetting his name. He's really good. Hmm. He's young. He's the young guy. Jaron Jackson. Jaron Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he's, he's he's injured out. right now. Yeah. yeah he he won't. I don't think he'll be coming back this year. Which which no. is it is what it is. Tyus Jones goes in there and gets it done. Brandon Clark, even Killian Tilly. Uh, you know the De'Anthony Melton. They just have a really good defensive group of prodigies and even yeah, if you know and this is no disrespect to this player but i've never been a been a big fan of, of this guy of kyle anderson I've, I've, I've never been a big fan of him i know he's a i was Spurs. i thought you were gonna say grayson i was gonna say no. same freaking well, here dude. yeah grayson likewise i've never been the biggest fan of him but you know i do give props to grayson for me for making it in the league and and you know getting some pt because i i gotta be honest when he was coming out of duke i didn't think he was gonna make it in the league really i didn't i didn't think he you know he had enough skill set to... He definitely seemed like a one-and-done yeah, college I theory. I didn't, I didn't think he had the skill set to, to last in the league. Yeah, I can definitely agree with that. Well, uh, with that being said, we've, we're running right at the 49th minute right there. Uh, and I think we've concluded with everything we want to talk about. I mean, this is going to be... Regardless of who makes the playoffs, I'm hoping for a lot of excitement throughout these playoffs oh, this is sure. not the bubble playoffs this is the next year where it's like still that like pandemic playoff right i don't know this could be like legendary who knows if we'll have a, a year a full year just like we did and yeah it was different you know we start december right after christmas or was it right on christmas day christmas day yeah, yeah christmas right. day that's when we started that'll never happen again right. or maybe it will maybe it'll be the normal but <laughs> regardless this was a new year we saw so many things that we've never seen before it, it, it's just a normal. We saw that in the NFL, too. It was a very different season. I'm excited to see how the playoffs work and if we can get some some games where there's 100% capacity. You know, everyone's wearing masks. I'm excited. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm pumped. And I, I, like, I like the excitement of the league right now. I like seeing teams in the West like Utah and Phoenix at the top of the rankings, at the top of the standings. You know, um, it's you still got teams in the, the – Ninth, tenth position, even eleventh position, that are still in the playoff hunt. So you know it's it, it's good to see. Yeah, good, good to see for sure. No doubt. Well, with that, I think we're about to wrap up. Nolan, I want to say thank you so much for joining us on the podcast yes, today. Yes, sir. Absolutely wonderful to have you. Absolutely, man. It was, I loved it, man. It was it's was, it was great to talk basketball, man. Of course, of course. Well, with that, I actually have a prelude song today, so we're gonna be uh, listening to a little tune. Once again, thanks for coming on. Stay tuned. Another one will be up shortly.